I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Sebastian and I'm here to kick names and take ass. Hmm, what's the matter? You ever seen a spaceship before? And I'm Zane C. Webber. And welcome to our review of Avengers Infinity War. For the love of God, hold on. Starring... Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, John Cheadle, Benedict Cumberbatch, Tom Holland, Chadwick Boseman, Zoe Zeldana, Karen Gillan, Tom Hiddleston, Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Sand, Idris Elba, Danai Guerrero, Peter Dinklage, Benedict Wong, Pom, uh, oh God, why, Clemetief, sure, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Gwyneth Paltrow, Benicio Del Toro, Chris Pratt, Sean Gunn, William Hart, uh, sorry, uh, Letitia Wright, Ross Marquan from Marquand, Terry Notary, Tom Vorhan Lawlup, Kerry Coon, Michael James Shaw, Winston Duke, and Josh Brolin. Written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, and directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. And welcome back. Before we do anything, spoiler alert. I shouldn't have to say this. Every one of our reviews has spoilers in it. But you know that someone's going to listen to this and be like, they never said there were spoilers in this hour plus review. I really hope I get to spoil it for someone. Because it's not a real spoiler. I mean, if you, if you have no idea about the comics, it would be. Like, if you, if you have no idea where this story was headed with the book, from the books. But the yes. movie says everything we've done. Probably going to be undone. Probably. That's the, that, there's your spoiler right there. Anyway, lucky I got it in before <laughs> that. Um, before we get into the actual review, Alex is not with us today. He's He was ill during our last review, I think, of Age of Ultron, and he has not gotten better, so he's just taking the day off. Now, he might be with us next week. I, I'm pretty sure he's going on his honeymoon, so I think we're going to be without him for like another three or so weeks anyway. But, who even is Alex? I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm starting to lose track. But we are going to try and line up a couple of temporary sub-ins um, after this review. So eh, if it's just Zane and I, when we get back, you know, we failed at that. So good. Well, Seb failed at that. Yeah. I never really tried. I haven't tried yet. So I mean, like, it's up in the air whether anyone actually eventually try. Maybe we just don't try. Does it count as failing if you don't start? Definitely. If you never started, though. Like, if, yeah. I, if I never entered the race. to do it. Okay, but if there's like a race and I didn't enter the if race, if no it's, a, if I it's, lost if it's it. a yes or no statement, it's like, it, has this been done? No, it's a failure. Well, let's talk about it in like a competition. Like if there's a foot race, but yep. I don't enter the race. You don't win it. But I didn't lose it. And if it's a win-lose situation, everyone who didn't win it lost it. So wait, wait. So you're saying like Switzerland lost every world war by not entering them? Yeah, they didn't win it. But they didn't lose it, Zane. Yeah, they didn't win it. <laughs> Good old Swiss. All right. Um, this movie. Let's start with our... Exp- oh, it's a big release. It was. It came out here on Anzac Day in Australia. So that's like our sort of specifically World War One remembrance sort of thing here in Australia. Yeah, they've had enough remembering. Let's uh, watch a Marvel movie. No, no, no. I was going to get to like how busy was it for you to actually go see the movie? Freaking packed. It was ridiculous. And I re- I, it reminded me exactly why I don't see movies in crowded cinemas. Oh, yeah. There yeah. were children running around. There were people on their phones. And I was like, I hate everyone in this cinema. <laughs> we... Okay, so we were originally booked in, my wife and I, to go see it yesterday, which was the, uh, the Friday in Australia, which by that point it had been out for two or three days. So we were booked to see that. And it hit Tuesday night and I was getting antsy because I work until midnight. And I'm like, if it wasn't for Anzac Day, I know there would be a screening the second I finished my shift. And I was like, so I messaged my wife going, hey, so I know we've paid for like expensive tickets to go see this in gold class on the Friday. But if I were to book like extra tickets, say 
tomorrow sometime on the public holiday where we're both free, would you hate that? And I had to convince her like, cause like, no, but we've got gold class. You'll ruin the gold class experience if you've seen the movie. I'm like, no, no, no. Cause like we, we get food and drinks to like sent to your table at gold class. So bitches are always handing you shit and talking to you. I'm like, if anything, it's better to see the movie the first time without people touching you. Mm, but what if what if you hate it and then you have to watch it twice? That was a Once genuine fear of mine. With nachos. Because I did the same thing for The Dark Knight Rises. I do not <laughs> hate The Dark Knight Rises, but because it is such a long film and it does drag a little bit in the middle. And you hate oh, every movie that's long. But it's a particularly long one. Anyway. So we, I went to go book tickets. So I got home and it was like 1.30 in the morning and I'm trying to book tickets for that, that day. And I jump on to the closest eight cinemas to where we live. Not stretching as far, because I, I live on the north side of Brisbane. So I'm going about as far as Caboolture and about as down as, say, Mount Gravatt for those that live locally. Like it's a, it's a decent run, about you know 80 kilometers all up. I'm pulling up, you know, when you book the tickets and it has like, all the tickets that are, all the seats that are unavailable are red and all the seats that you can click on are gray. Every session was a sea of red, except for there was a pattern. It was a great little pattern. There would always be one spare seat in the front row on the top right-hand side. There would always be one pretty much dead center, but just one. And if there was a third, which that rarely, rarely was, then obviously front and left corner. And that was it. And I'm like, okay, I got to get two tickets here. And as much as I wouldn't mind sitting in that center seat by myself, I don't think my wife will appreciate going front row, right-hand side by herself. So I had to try and find a cinema in our area that didn't do seat reservations. The horror. Which is, no, I, it's fine. I'm still kind of partially against seat reservations, but partially with them. In this case, I was, I was definitely for them. So we booked for one down the road from the studio, actually, just in the in Fortitude Valley. And the cinema opened at 1.30 in the afternoon because of Anzac Day. They couldn't open any earlier. And the first screening of Avengers was quarter to two. We get there, we have lunch, we're walking around and it hits like 20 to one. And I say, hey, I might go line up. And we look over and there's no one outside the cinema. So I'm like, okay, you know, give it five, 10 minutes, we had a coffee, went over, lined up at one o'clock. And by lined up, I mean, I stood there in front of an empty cinema. Within maybe 10 minutes, there was probably about 300 people behind me. It was they planned their day fucked well. up. Um, and so we got in. We, it was fine. We ended up sitting like halfway, halfway in the cinema on the left-hand side. Actually, the area was actually quite a small theater. So even the front row comparatively to some front row seats would, I mean, I would have hated them and I would have complained nonstop about them, but they would have been, you know, passable. But so many people. It was incredible. What else are you going to do on an Anzac day? Everything's shut. Yeah. And like, it's not like, you know, with dawn service, obviously it happens, you know, at dawn. So everyone's got their middle of the day completely freed up. No more. I'm not going to call them obligations, but they don't have to, you know, do anything further on the day. Yeah. Yeah. So that was ours. And then, yes, then last night we went again um, to see it in gold class at a much nicer theater. And that was lovely. Can I tell you what what food we had? It was pretty exciting. No, I you don't want to hear what food. You tuna had. sashimi tacos. Ew, gross! It was really, really delicious. No, thank you. But they said it was a serve of four, and there was like a good half hour block where Jess wasn't having her final one, and I was like, "Is she full?" And she was leans over and she's like, "I'm having to wait for a fight scene because this food is like is not cinema ready. Like it's incredibly crunchy. Like it wasn't soft shell. It was like." It, it, there were bits of steel in there just to add that extra ka-ching as you crunch into it. It may as well have been. You know, the eating steel isn't a very pleasant experience, though. Most dentists don't recommend it. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's always that one mm-hmm. that's like, mm, I mean, I haven't tried it. Maybe it's fine. But that, anyway, that was my theatrical experience. It was booked. It was completely sold out uh, both days. And, like, the session last night was at 9 p.m. So it was a late session as well and still completely sold out. So... I mean, I don't think anyone's going to doubt this film's going to do gangbusters at the box office. Gangbusters. It's projected to do just, just less than The Force Awakens. Which I think, was that a record? Or yeah, was this, yeah. yeah it, it's number one with $240 million the opening weekend. This is projected to 230 Yeah, that's still fucking heaps. Yeah, but the movie. The movie. Do you want to start with 
some trivia? I do. I want to oh, give good. you just a little bit of a uh, little little bit of a uh, some some of the gems that I found on a uh, IMDb. Can't wait. Uh, did you know that uh, Tom Hiddleston reprised his role what? as Loki? He in did this not. Film? He did. Oh, and that's trivia, is it? Yeah, yeah. So I gave that one a thumb up because you know that's a really useful piece of information. It's nice finding person. trivia that you can also see in the cast list and the promotional <laughs> material for the film. Right. Like he's in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Tom Holland wasn't allowed a script, of course, because he talks. He's the worst. Uh, took about it took a year, so January seventeenth to January two thousand eighteen to film. Now, is that spe- I was going to say specifically this one? Because I know they no, filmed it's both. Okay, it's yeah. both. Uh, they filmed both together. That's yeah. a huge time to be on set, though. My yeah, God. and not everyone was there all the time, of yeah. course. So that's the only interesting bits. No other gems? Like, did you know this is Iron Man? Iron Man's in this one? Uh, look, <laughs> you scroll down to the bottom and, yes, it does get a little bit like um, uh, Joss Whedon, blah, 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 re- was not returning for this film. I'm like, okay, I yep. can see who directed it. Once again, it's great when the trivia is also the cast list, right? Yeah. As you can tell, I'm in a little bit of an angry mood. Um, maybe caused by the movie, maybe not. But everyone seems to love it on Facebook, so let's just go look at Facebook for a while. <laughs> um, do you want to jump to... Movie babies? I sure do. This movie is like a perfect marriage between Lord of the Rings Return of the King and 2012, The World's Ending. Oh, no. No, that's right. I mean, I've not seen 2012. That's the... John Cusack driving a limo through... Yep. yep. Among other things. There are other people doing other similarly stupid things in that movie. In a similar vein to you having Return of the King, I have... Oh, I didn't even think... I have Return of the Jedi. But hear me out here. Um, just because of the mix between like multiple battles happening at the same yeah, time, which I assume yeah. is the same case for you. For- Cutting between multiple storylines, all kind of having their climax at the same point for no discernible reason other than movie magic. Uh, <sighs> Yeah. It's nice when things match up. Um, do you want to go to Tweetnopsis? Tweetnopsis. Population control. The movie. I was hoping I would ad-lib mine and I just went with the hashtag Thanos demands your silence. And I was like, well, well this is a spoiler review. So I guess, whoops. So I guess my Tweetnopsis is more about our review. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't even know what your synopsis you know, was. It's fine. So, good. Um, there's all the the punching the movie. Yeah. Yep. Don't get me started on the punching. There was a lot of punching. God damn it! All right, you're in a. Oh, how am I going to describe this? You're in an unhappy mood with this movie. Let's start off with the bad because I want to end on a positive note. All right. The first thing we see Thanos do is a James Bond villain move. We'll just tie the the main dude up and then set something to explode so that he dies while we're not there after I've monologued for a little bit. Yep. Good. First thing. Great villain move, Thanos. Great villain move, you dick. I mean, the first thing he did was break Loki's neck and kill Heimdall with the spear. So I... I- to, and, to be so fair, why didn't he do it to Thor? He did. He blew no, him up. No, he didn't. He blew him he up. He left him p- there to die yep. and then went away rather than just like killing him <laughs> with the power stone like he was going to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, this thing is <laughs> this touched on. This might be on. a yelly episode, everyone, yeah. so prepare yourself. This, this concept of Thanos sparing warriors is hugely repeated in this film, though. But he literally said he's going to kill him by setting a bomb and walking away. Yeah, well, <laughs> Thor is really strong in this movie. I didn't think Thanos got the memo. He's already tied up in powers. He had his skull cracking with the... <laughs> There's no reason. There's no... But also, the the every battle strategy in this entire movie is stupid. It, it rests on the fact that they just need to get their punchy heroes as close to the other punchy villains so that they can punch each other for a while. Like the Wakanda battle. Okay, they open the force field. Fine, I get that. 
But where are their flying hover ships with the shooty lasers? Why are they just ground trooping it up all of a sudden? You see War Machine drop some bombs. The which, end. Was, which I will say was awesome that War Machine napalmed them. So the complaint is that Wakanda didn't have as many flyy shippy things? My complaint is for some military geniuses that we've got on the field. Wasn't a lot of military genius going on. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think mm. I could be remembering this wrong because it was a while ago. I think all those like warships and shit from Wakanda, I think they may have been Killmonger's doing. I don't think they were no, actually no, no, a no. thing. We saw one. We saw one of them three times. Okay. In this movie? In this movie. Oh, okay. Well, then <laughs> where, when the Quinjet, also, where was the Quinjet? Quinjet can do stuff like that. I mean, like, it could, but so could Falcon and War Machine and, you know, the Iron Man suit out there. Like, it's, <laughs> like, mm. they have. There is no justification why one of those soldiers could not be in a flying death machine shooting things from a distance away. Just shooting things through, even through that barrier where they've opened it up as like a giant skywood. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <clears throat> what else didn't I like? I didn't like how they make, kept making fun of Bruce. Well, Poor Bruce. They literally make him fall over and faceplant. I'm yeah. like, come on. He did that throughout Ragnarok too, though. They, I think they're playing him up and he's really clumsy. I, I've noticed as well, though, like the last two movies, this has the last movie. Yeah. They're playing him as a very clumsy character. Like the first part of this movie that I went, oh, that poor guy, is when he like comes out and says, Tony, I'm back. Thanos is coming. And then he just kind of like walks up to Tony and then just like falls and hugs him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, you protect your little brother, Tony. Yeah. And then literally everyone, the only time you see him is when he's, being made fun of. I'm like, Hulk had better wear that gauntlet and get to choose who lives and dies in the next movie. Oh. That's all I'm saying. I, I I am honestly very excited about what they're doing with this Hulk story. And also I really was happy for Mark Ruffalo in this film because he he got I know he does the motion capture, but he got so much more on like on time, on screen time. But uh but Hulk is in the comics afraid of Thanos, right? Um my memory is in the comics Thanos is afraid of Hulk. Oh. Oh, because it was the other way around. Because Hulk's in the comics, Hulk's strength is based on his anger, and his anger is infinite. So he can just, if he's not strong enough, it'll just frustrate him. He'll get angry. He'll get stronger. Whereas the gems, while they're, I guess they're infinite as well. But <laughs> anyway, but, but but the Hulk's the only thing that yeah. could, in theory, because he can always get stronger. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, it's kind of a weird version, but I'm happy with it. I like the idea. Like he hasn't had a huge loss. Like this, I mean, although he didn't Thor Ragnarok, but no, I guess no. That kind of ended with a tie because Grandmaster intervened, didn't it? What are we talking about? So I think of like huge losses the Hulk has had personally. So the, like, I uh, like the fact the Hulk that he, hasn't had any huge losses. Yeah, because he has. Yeah, but I'm trying to work out because the Hulk, like the Hulk story of not wanting to come out again. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like the interesting little thing they're doing with that. It could also be Hulk wants to do something else. Like he could just be avoid. Like if he's not the Hulk, then he's not going to be disintegrated with the whatever. I don't know. It's, they'll it get to makes it. no sense. But they, they're building something and I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm happy to see where that goes. Uh, I really, really, it started grated on me even the first time that I watched it. The kind of like music swelling. Oh no, we have to make a sacrifice. Gamora, Thanos, Vision, Wanda, et cetera, et cetera. Those moments just were like three times as long as I wanted them to be. The Gamora one, I time wise, I was fine with. I think the Wanda one, you're right though. That one was a very drawn out moment. I feel like she's zapping his head for about five minutes on screen. It probably isn't that much, but it, that dragged me. But like the Gamora one, I liked. Well, the Gamora one, it was really like like her speech leading up to him. Like, oh, just yeah, okay. We know we know where this is going. We yeah. don't need another ten lines of dialogue to make her feel even more foolish before she dies. The, the whole time I am screaming in my head, why are you so stupid? What is wrong with you? Anyway, yeah. And the quips. There weren't that many in this movie. There weren't that many. And I don't, I actually like Marvel's sort of jokey parts. But when there is like a real moment between two characters, 
there are like four or five times that it's like immediately undercut by humor. Mm. Like the Gamora quill, like kill me if he gets me. And Drax And then is- Drax chewing on something. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why does that need to be there? It's, it's honestly, it's not just this film though. It's a very common thing. I- Sometimes it's great because yeah. it, sometimes it's fantastic. The juxtaposition can work so well, and and, but they do it that's so often. That's kind of my problem with the film is they, they've developed this formula and mm. now this film is just the formula. It's not mm. anything new. It's not anything interesting. It's just the formula over and over and over again. What I find funny is a lot of the comments I'm seeing people say that this movie was surprisingly funny. And like, don't get me wrong, I can name a couple of jokes, but I didn't think this film... It's not that the jokes didn't land for me, I should say. But I didn't think this film was a funny one. Maybe I've just come from seeing Thor Ragnarok where it was I literally think, a straight comedy. Yeah, but- I think there was a lot of comedy in this film and a lot of it didn't land for me, particularly Quill, particularly the Guardians comedy. Like Drax is just a moron now. Yeah. Like he's not like a, a warrior who just doesn't understand metaphor. He's just an idiot. But that happened in Guardians 2 as well. Like they dropped him. I don't and know Mantis. why. And Mantis as well. Like, she's just kind of following his lead and being... Mantis is a puppy dog. That's how I try to view her. <laughs> like, she is like a stupid dog. I love dogs, but she's a really dumb puppy, yeah? But, okay, that's a female character. You can, like, you know, can do something. I'm not saying it's a good choice. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I always see her as, like, that fresh-faced, yeah. wide-eyed idiot. And, and again, my um, biggest my biggest problem with this movie, and it was the same as Civil War, not enough people died to I mean, make it mean anything. I mean, they killed all but two. I say kill. Okay, we all know next movie something's gonna happen, right? Like we okay. get that out I'm, of the way. I'm, I'm discounting the the dust the dust bowl at the end. Yeah, because we all know those deaths mean even less than everything that happened beforehand. But to be fair, like even Loki's death, for example, might mean nothing. Correct. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like at the end of this movie, we are left with. A movie that means nothing. This whole movie could have been the first act of a better movie. Well, this movie effectively, I think, is going to be considered the first act of its sequel. Though. Yeah, that, that's what it is, and that's, and that's I find it really unsatisfying because it didn't add anything to any characters, and it didn't really. Oh, it well, didn't, Tony. I think Tony had a lot of st- stuff added to him in this film. Yes. Yes, Cap I, didn't, didn't. I don't think Cap he was... added anything. I think we we see Tony's story kind of finally come yeah. to a point. But that, that's a good progression that was needed, I think. Cap really had good. nothing. Cap had nothing. To, to, honestly, Peter Quill had a bit. Gamora had a bit. Um, Tony had a bit. Gamora had Spider-Man a bit. Spider-Man had a, a, a little bit. Nah. But, but I mean, his is really condensed to the final you know, five minutes of this movie. But this film was... Not their story, I guess. Like this story was mostly about Thanos. Like all the growth and everything we see happen is Thanos' story. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't like the Thor thing in the oh, star. Yeah. We didn't need to see that we, uh, at the start. No, in in the star. Oh, the star. Yeah. The star. We didn't need to see that. Like that's. I actually can I talk about why I appreciated that whole build up. I mean, you can. I'll yell at you. But... Yeah. Okay. So these Marvel movies. No, there's not Marvel movies, superhero films. We've, you talk about formulas. We've come to expect the hero is always going to vanquish the villain at the end. There'll be, if it's a badly written story, some Deus Ex Machina will help them through. If it's a well-written story, you know, something was always going to help, you know, to fix it up. This film is setting up. Thor has a god killer. This axe is incredible. It's the, the most powerful weapon in all of Asgardian history. Blah, 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 blah. At the very end of the film, we get two psych outs, which I really appreciate. The first swerve is Wanda destroys the Mind Stone. There's that half a second where it's like, oh, maybe this film isn't going to go through with it. This is Marvel. It's Disney. Maybe they're going to push for a, a, you know, a melancholy, but also happy ending like Thanos loses. Nope. Fuck you. Reverse time. Kill Vision. Take the Time Stone. Psych one. Psych two. Thor coming down with this weapon that they have built up for about an hour in the film slicing through this beam of energy that Thanos is shooting at him, gets him in the chest after he's there, pushes it in a bit further. There's this moment like, you know, you've lost. I told you I would kill you. Swerve to click. You've lost. And I really appreciate like, the double swerve of not just like the, in conjunction with what happened with Wander and Vision mm-hmm. to then this. I liked, I mean, yes, it, it didn't accomplish anything. So you could say that hour was a waste, but that hour 
built up to a moment where we thought, oh, okay, see, this I isn't the film they're making. I would see those two moments spread further apart. So I like them together, I though. If, yeah. if they, I think if they were, because they were so close together, it's kind of like, oh, all right, I guess this is. But if they were like two actually distinct moments where Thanos has out, basically outmaneuvered mm. the Avengers, saying like, okay, well, you've done that, but I can quickly undo that. Yep. Or like, oh, well, you think you killed me, but bye. Um, I liked them together only because, in, in a meta way, where sitting at two and a half, two hours and 20 minutes in a two hour and a half, two and a half hour movie. So we know regardless of what, what the story is doing, this film is ending. Swerve one, swerve two, just five minutes out from the ending is, that's why yeah. I approach them together because in the, you know that it's happening so late in the game that it has a chance of winning. Like if Thor stabbed Thanos in the chest, let's say an hour ago, we know, fuck, this movie has an hour left. We, we know it's not going to work. I think having them both that close I mean, to the end I works. honestly don't watch my watch the time during no, I don't watch the time during the movie either. But you know how long you've been sitting there. You know when a movie's coming to the yes, end. Yes, I was end. sitting there far too long. But you know That's when a movie's I mean. coming to its end. Which brings me to my next point. Black Widow. Yes. She's super soldier now. She's real flippy. Uh, yeah. All right. She doesn't bleed. Everyone else bleeds. Not Black Widow though. She's immortal. That's what I'm saying. That's like fine. I'm like, there is a point where representation of female characters you need you need to treat them like actual characters. At no point was I afraid for Black Widow. And if she had died in like a Loki kind of way, like protecting Steve, mm. like that would have been an incredibly impactful moment. But literally. The only blood you see on her is someone else's, and then she makes a quip about it. Yeah, like listen, I feel like you're being a little bit nitpicky. Like <laughs> I didn't, I do though. Like honestly, I didn't see half the characters get covered in blood or get wounded, and it's fine. Like it's if hey, if she did, yay. If she didn't, yay. What I didn't feel point? like she was invincible. What though. is the point? Like I was not excited by any of the fight scenes but in this But you movie. never really are, which is fine. But Sometimes like, I am. Sometimes. Yes, yeah. and this is the movie to pull it out and excite me with the fights because mm. it's half fights. Mm. And so I, like, that whole Wakandan sequence, I'm like, why Why do we need that, those armies there? Why do you have opposing armies like if you just want, you just want a horde for them to fight against, but you don't see anyone really fighting. Yeah, like okay. all you see of Winter Soldier, the only thing he accomplishes is like shooting a couple things, picking up rocket, and shooting some more things. Yep. And that's all you see of him. Why do we need that? Why can't it be a more focused like? They're inside the barrier and these groups of Avengers have to like track down each of these bigger guys, Hmm. these super powered aliens that none of them can take on by themselves. And they have to do it that way. Like that is a much more interesting Hmm. thing to watch than two hordes jump at each other. Yeah. If I, if honestly, if we were redoing this film, I would have preferred if, I guess Ebony Moore, he's gone. Like he's the one in space. Like he's gone. But if those other three had come in and it was those three versus the 10 Avengers that were in there or whatever, just from like the battle in Civil War, I think that would have been staged a lot better. Yeah. And I do agree with that. I, I, I'm not going to make excuses for it. They did Avengers 1, they did Avengers 2. They called this film Infinity War. They needed a war. That's their problem. I, I would have preferred three versus 10 because it's honestly, you can do more with it. Like the opening, the fight between, oh, I forget which two it was, but Doctor Strange and Iron Man and Spider Man. I like that dynamic a little bit more because honestly, every character gets more showcase because they're all bouncing off the same character. So you kind yeah. of get a presence of where everyone is. My only issue with that that fight, the which beginning, I, I, I preferred it more. The one on Titan. Oh yeah, yeah, the one. The Titan one was a much better one as well. Getting gauntlet off of yeah. him is that I've seen that scene so many times where the heroes are basically taking turns to land a punch and like, oh, we can't do it unless we all get on him at the same time. And so Peter Quill launches one of his magnetic things and and Doctor Strange gets the other hand. And Spider-Man webs him, yeah, yeah. Webs him on his chest and just kind of stands there. 
doing nothing. For, yeah, for, I, well, for like 10 seconds and then he's on with a gauntlet with Coney. Yeah, but yeah. nothing changes when he lets go. I'm like, it's ridiculous. Mm. Like, uh, just make it mean something, please. I think I'm, uh, there will be more rants, but those are, the, those are my big those are my big parts. My favourite. Oh, please. Well, let me think if I had anything that really annoyed me because this film, I will say, for the amount of action that is in it, most of the action felt really... Okay, first time watching it, I was terrified because I knew coming in, someone's going to die, some, uh, lots of people are going to die, like whatever. So every scene with, with Thanos at the very beginning, I was genuinely worried about, are they going to kill Thor? Is he going to break his neck? I, I, Heimdall's one of my favorite characters. That was a bad start for me, having him get them. I loved Loki's death. That was all great. But every time Thanos is in a scene with someone, I was kind of in dread. And one of the things I didn't like was when they approach him in the collector's lab and um, he's got the reality stone and Drax and Mantis make a move on Thanos and he breaks them apart with the reality stone. I was like, holy shit. He just literally cubed Drax and Mantis is now just unraveled. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Okay, awesome. But then they're rebuilt by the end of the scene. Like they die anyway. So, I mean, I get... Technically, no, no, no. whatever, but I, it was weird what, what to do it What you're complaining about is stakes. Yeah. It's like, so he's used this reality stone, this ultimate infinite stone, and as soon as he's not close to them, yeah. it's undone. Yeah, and like, it's weird, there's right? There's no stakes now. It's like, it, it felt like more like an illusion stone. Yeah. Than a, anyway, but that's, it was just, I thought it was really awesome when he broke, he just broke them apart like that so easily. But then when they were undone, I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Um, so that's my only real issue, but I mean, like he, they killed them at the end. I, they, they saved them here just so they could be in the dramatic scene at the end. But that's it. But if they had killed them there, would that have made it a better movie? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it would have been. That's why it was a complaint. Yeah. That's, and that's what I mean. Like yeah. there are so many people who died at the end. If they had died in more meaningful places throughout the film, it would have been a better film because you were like, oh my God, how do we come back from this? Yeah. Because it's getting progressively harder as time yeah. goes on because you're losing troops. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Winter Soldier should have should have been like just snap gone. And then I think one of one of the main two should have died. Cap or Iron Man should have died. We're gonna disagree with that. Only <sighs> because I I want I, I need to see them sort out shit. In person, otherwise, it's. I feel like Civil War was a wasted movie. If there's no conclusion to that, you're going to disagree. I know. When the other one brings the other one back at the end, no. like we know is going to happen. Probably, um, I don't know. Things I liked. I feel like we're going to fight about this, but my absolute favorite character in this film. Okay, firstly, I like Thanos. That's fine. My favorite hero in this film. This is. I think I'm in love with Doctor Strange. From this Good. film. I like He's Doctor Strange. I love the scenes where he and him and Tony were together. Yeah. Like, Finally, two intelligent people in the same room. And I just, I, it took me a day after my first viewing. Because one of the things that pissed me off was why did Strange give up the time stone? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it feels like a sappy, like a change of heart moment. Mm. And then about a day after I was like, He's a fucking genius, isn't he? Yes, he's a genius. And like as soon as soon as like, I think I've spoken to you about this off Maybe. mic, is as soon as he's done his look forward into the future and the there's only one way we can win, Tony moment, I'm like, oh, okay, I know where this is going. Yep. And it's all just a ruse. I don't know whether Quill buying into it was part of the ruse, but I think it was. Oh, you think they were all in on it? I think they were all. And I think that's what makes Spider-Man's death so tragic is because he knows he's going to die and he's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Please don't make me do it. And that's what makes it so sad. I read it differently as I don't, I I like the idea that now maybe he told them off screen and then like that will be like a flashback we'll get later. Yeah. But I just loved the idea, honestly, of him like, in my head, it's like he hands Thanos the time gem and he's just like, checkmate. And I was like, what? And he's like, what? Nothing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Have, good luck, mate. <laughs> I just love that idea of like, saw, saw how the future goes and the future either needs, maybe maybe Thanos gets the stones every time or maybe yeah. he needed, maybe he didn't. 
Or maybe the difference was Tony needs to be alive. I think the difference success. is that Tony needs to be alive. Yeah, maybe every every reality Thanos gets the stones, but the and one that's that why they my win, Tony lives. is that Tony kills Thanos and the Hulk wears the glove. Yeah, or yeah. even if he doesn't kill him, sets him up. He yeah. he does something that no one else could have done to. Yeah, and I really like that moment, like where Doctor Strange is now giving him the piece, like I'm, you know, here you go. Save, you know, spare him, blah. And he knows I'm literally, this is me done. This is half the universe done, but this is a long game. And I really appreciated the, like how that character went from the cocky surgeon in his movie to then we see him in Thor as like, he's a, he's there for punchlines. He's not there. Like he may as well not be there. He's a door, literally. And then in this film, I don't know how long has passed this time. This is the Doctor Strange that I wanted. The one that is just so tactical, but also just so wise. And I loved that power play of, here you go, buddy. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's why the them two there because Strange is long game and Tony's short game. Yeah. Like, they're, they're both the best at what they do and, like, having them in the same room is, like, those are my favourite scenes. Yep. Yeah. And this really plays, like, in the comics, you've heard of, like, the, I mean, everyone's heard of the Illuminati. Well, the Illuminati is a faction in the comics of six members. Yeah. And they each get a different Infinity Stone and hide it so no one member knows where it all is. and. Mm. Tony's one of them, Strange is one of them, and then there's a bunch of other characters which I don't think they have the rights to at the moment. Doesn't matter. But that's how they, and they do play it like that. Like Doctor Strange is always this really, he's not callous, like he's not a dickhead, but he's just so black and white about the way things need to be. And like, I, I know it's upsetting, but this is just what we need to do kind yeah. of thing. And it's, it's a great character moment for him in this film. Um, Spider-Man, I thought was really fun in this movie. And I- Underserved, yeah. I think. I Everyone think. was underserved, though. No, no. I think because they actually track back his powers a little bit, um, because all the all his powers, everything that he re- kind of did, relied on the Iron Spider Suit. Oh, with um, the claws coming out and yeah, catching himself. Yeah, like like he's meant to be a really powerful Avenger in his own right. Yeah, and I think we didn't get to see much of that either. He did get his ass kicked an amazing amount in his yes. film, so I think. Yeah. Is it possible they're just building up to him, making him strong? Because he's still like seven, 16 or whatever. Yeah, so well, I think canonically 15. No, there you go. Yeah. So he's still out of yeah. his league majorly. Yeah. And I just I just kind of would have... I think what we saw between him and Tony, were, the him, him and Tony scenes were quite touching. Yeah. Um, and I liked what it was. I would have liked to see Tony just give him a little bit more, I guess, trust. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another good character character moment. I, it's weird. If you had told me these two characters would have had like any meaningful conversations, I probably wouldn't have thought it was true. But Rocket and Thor had some yeah. pretty good moments together as well. Rock, well, Rocket pulled it out in yeah. the second Guardians. Like Rocket is now one of my favorite um, Marvel characters. It's amazing how much of a jerk he is, but well, that's everything he, going he's on there. He's had the the strange arc. Like he was just a total dick. Yep. And now he's just kind of like, oh, I'm all right, I guess I've got to do this now. He reminds me of Dr. Cox from Scrubs. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. Very much so. But good moments uh, with him and Thor. And that and Thor's little monologue was a great performance. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else was – okay, I liked a lot in this movie. I'm just thinking like standout moments that were really – Competent villains. Yeah, yep. all four of them and Pasanos. Yep. I mean the big guy – is annoying because you only ever see him get beat down because yeah. he's really just there as a threat. And like that was annoying, but uh, yeah, telekinetic guy at the start. He's great. He's great. Like that was probably the the one fight scene in this movie where I was actually interested in what was happening mm. because it was it's so good to see someone really two people in total control of the environment mm. um, and fighting in that way though. Towards the end of the movie, I was sick and tired of people throwing chunks of rock at each other. Like that's, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like I can only, I can't be interested in that forever. Um, and I, I, I thought that the throwing the moon would be more. You thought he'd throw the moon itself? That's what I thought rather than just yeah. pulling bits off it. Yeah. Well, even if it just kind of broke apart and it was bigger bits and then they had to kind of like relocate the fight or something. I also I thought from the ads it was going to be on Earth, him doing that. And I was like, wow, good stakes for like, he's throwing the fucking parts of the moon at our planet. Like that's, yeah. it means more to me than throwing it at his dead planet. Mm. But why, 
it's, I'm also, I don't think this is a plot hole, but I had a reference. Why did Thanos go to Titan? Was it just to get Doctor Strange? No, that, that, yeah, that was the meeting point. So okay. they were all going to meet back on Titan. Um, so with Strange and Vision or the Mind Stone. Yep. And that was where they were going to meet. And that's when he would get all the stone, have all the stones. Oh, okay. Well, good. Yeah. That was just the meeting point. And so when he arrived there, um, his servant was dead and Strange and Iron Man were there. Yep. All right. Good. So I was trying to work out, was he just tracking the stone or was he, you know, he was meant to rendezvous there? Yeah. Okay. Um, other great moments. Sorry, it's a large movie and I'm trying to scout over the entire thing. Um, da, da, da. The, the ending. I I really liked how the somber tone that it ended on. Like it was just turning to dust was a cheap was cheap. I, I know. I, I I would have gone with snap. People are just missing, and then played it off like where's Bucky? You know where's T'Chaka? You know or T'Challa? But just to, it's a movie. Signpost to your audience: these people are going away. Sure. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you have them going missing, half the audience will be like, oh, he teleported them away. It's just, I think it's just an easier way of saying you're literally seeing someone turn to ash. That's very, it's a very easy metaphor. I I think there are, again, it was just a matter of seeing the same thing over and over again. It was just wearying. Like if we had seen the battlefield, just the whole battlefield, and then all of a sudden, half of everyone just kind of, Turn, well, turns to ash, but it isn't kind of like looking at Wanda turn to ash or looking at Spider-Man turn to ash, looking mm. at Black Panther turn to ash. Like I, I get it. I get what's happening. You're going to see, you're going to see who's missing. Otherwise we leave the audience not knowing. You can, <laughs> I would leave the audience not knowing because what better way to get them back in the cinema? Also a better way for them to feel because anyone could have died. Yeah, but I mean, like, that works until you watch the first trailer for Avengers 4 and then you're like, oh, Cap's in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're going to find out regardless of whether you show them here or not, but you may as well show them in the okay. movie than in the trailer if for the next one. they show Black Panther in the trailer for Infinity War 4, I'm going to be very disappointed. I don't think they will. Like, You don't think they will or you think they will? I don't think they will. No, they can't. That, that's my point. Yeah, and I'm saying it's like whoever they kill should not be in the trailer for the next movie. But I'm saying if they didn't show us, like, you wanted to... It, the trailers for next movie yeah, would have revealed stuff. That's all. Be teasers, yeah. and you'll find stuff out in in Captain Marvel. You'll find stuff out in the movies that are being released in between, no yeah. doubt. Uh, but it's, it's just a matter of of like they had so much chance to change what they had been doing and what they have to work with, mm-hmm. and upping like what's going on, like in. <sighs> Uh, that final fight where Thanos appears and he melts Hulk into the Hulk wall. Hulk into the wall. He melts Hulk into a wall, and then he just punches Captain America to the ground, like yeah. just disintegrate people. You have the power. Yeah. Just zip, 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 zap. But like dead. Every Superman movie we see, why isn't he just breaking everyone's necks all the time? Why isn't he just lasering? Through people's skulls all the time, like. But we've they, seen Thanos kill people. Spider uh, Superman doesn't want to but, kill but, people. But I'm always showing like they always can do these things. Why does Flash not just run through someone and break them? And in I'm turn? saying just, it would be a don't. better movie if they did. And I'm saying it's an unreal expectation for them to go through and snap the necks of twelve principal cast members because they're never going to do that, and expecting that is foolish. It just feels like you're wanting something that's I'm never going to happen. I didn't say I expected it. I would have liked one. But then, At if, least. but then if we did one, you'd be like, he broke Cap's neck. Why isn't he breaking Bucky's neck? I'm already neck? doing that. He broke Loki's neck. But, I'm, but neck. I'm saying there's no win here because it's he either- There is a win. There is a win where death is real. And like, if there's no death for any major characters, why am I watching movies? If I know that they're going to be fine at the other end. But every superhero movie we go into, we know Spider-Man's not going to die in Spider-Man 1. He's not going to die in Spider-Man 2. Like, it's never- we never like, oh, it's not worth watching because we know- But Aunt the May could. Yeah, she could. Loki could die in this film and he did. Like, it's like people can die. That's that what they I have mean. To. Like, it started out and then it got boring at the end. Yeah, I think it was really nice at the end with little, the fadeaway stuff. I thought it was really a good way of yeah, doing it. Yeah, but you're wrong. 
So. Also, you get to have Tony watching Spider-Man die and we see a start of another mental break in the character. If Spider-Man just wasn't there, it'd be harder to sell that character I don't, I don't. I don't think it's a mental break. Again, I think it's part of the plan. I think they're, they're ready for it. And yes, it was. I think it was hard for him and I think uh, RDJ sold it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this will be uh, this will be the end of Iron Man. Yeah, good. This this is the end of Iron Man. Probably the end of Cap as well. Honestly, I I appreciated how they're going into Avengers Four with pretty much your original Avengers cast as like the final like the, the, the start of the you know in Chapter One with Loki with the Thanos thing, and this is the same cast that will come through and have the final battle against him in Avengers Four. I mean, yes, we got I think Rocket was left, Nebula was left. A couple of Black Panther's characters were left and potentially unless Ant-Man fades away at the end of his movie, I think him and Hawkeye are probably okay. Well, Wasp maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I, I do answer when it's based. will definitely be there. Yeah. So it looks like they're going for a solid goodbye to the original cast and introduction to a couple of new strong members like Captain Marvel, who I think they're hoping is going to be like the replacement Captain America figure. Ugh. So I liked that. Just it's neat. It's a nice way of saying the same people you went in with are the same people we're going out with. It's, it's very, it's yeah, very bookend. Nothing changes. No, it's <laughs> finishing the story. It's that's good writing. Although if you got rid of all the it's new circular writing, yeah, and so it's satisfying in a nice, neat way. I am unsatisfied. Then watch Game of Thrones where every character is disposable all the time. Like that's, that's Thank not, you. That's not I, I will continue watching and that's, enjoying that, Game of Thrones. And that's fine. I'm just saying that this Marvel's never claimed to be Game of Thrones. I just feel like that expectation on it is, it's nothing that and they've that, ever asked and for. And that is why I'm, that's why I'm now checked out. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Like I'll, I have to see these movies. I'll watch these movies. Mm. Maybe I'll enjoy one, but I don't, I'm not anticipating. I didn't anticipate this movie. I didn't anticipate Black Panther. Like I'm not anticipating these movies anymore because I'm I honestly they're just not dramatic enough. Yeah. They're they're just a formula over and over again. Yeah, and like I can enjoy watching like a couple of old Hugh Grant films. They're never gonna blow my mind, but you know, you watch them because they're fun in the moment. Sometimes it's just fun. It doesn't have to be high stakes and drama. Not everything has to be Armageddon. Yes, I said Armageddon because it's like a famously terrible movie, but you know. I was hoping to piss you off with that one. No? Okay. What? Why? Because I, I thought naming a Michael Bay film as a, as a dramatic film would be funny. I'm laughing just internally. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what else was there? I had another point about the ending. Oh, yeah. You know, at the very end, I mean, this is, this is nothing about credit for the movie. I think it was funny. They normally like Thor will return. Avengers will mm. return. And we, yeah. we got a lovely Thanos will return. I was like, oh, that's nice. I was like, fuck the Avengers, am I right? But yeah, anything else you want to touch on before we get to verdicts? Um, oh, wait, oh, I've Al- oh, I can read Alex's. Oh, uh, yeah, read Alex's. He sent through his little mini review because he is le dead. Um, he says he would recommend out of 10. Laughed more than I expected to. Was well paced and left me on the edge of my seat for the next one. Personally, I don't think any one character or group was overused Sorry, overserved or underserved. Well balanced, just like a good breakfast. I think the Guardians were overserved. There was a lot, but yeah, like I yeah. I think like Captain America's group could have used a little bit more time, especially like Captain America himself, for example. But mm. I imagine next movie he's because they, they filmed all at once. My just, assumption is Thor shouldn't be in much of next movie because he was in so yeah. much of this movie, but who knows? Kill Drax. Get rid of him. Like he's he did nothing in this movie. Yeah. I, this doesn't really help with that, but I think from what I was reading, I think this next Guardians film is going to be it for that cast. Yeah, I think that's what I've heard as well. Yeah, and I think they're going to continue on with a different Guardians group because it's just like a rotating roster. It's, like, I, it's to the point where I'm actually frustrated whenever he speaks. I'm like, just come on. Like, yeah, they, they, they found a, a, way, a good way of Dave Bautista making jokes and they have just done it, run it into the ground. Yeah, well, it's the only thing he does now. No, but sometimes I will say sometimes yeah. they're funny. It's just that it's all that he's doing. But that's even, the issue. even when he was going for that revenge on behalf of his family, I'm like that. I didn't feel that at all. Because they dropped it after the, last, the first movie. No, well, he did it in this movie. But I'm saying, but they, they touched it in the first movie, oh, none yes, of it in the yeah. second movie. And in this movie, it's. Literally just that scene where he rocks up with Thanos and he's like, oh, I'm going to kill him for killing him. You're right. Him. He yeah. should die. Yeah. Um, so, verdicts? Yep. Zane, you first? It's a yeah. Oh, Go I'm see surprised. it. You'll probably like it. 
I'm not going to see it again. I've already seen it twice and that's two times too many. It's a formula that apparently works for the masses. So good. I hope they enjoy their billions of dollars. I thought it was a pretty fun movie that showed at the end it has a little bit of teeth in it. So it was, yeah, good time for me. Uh, if you have like a particular like favorite Avenger or whatever, just keep in mind, nobody really, unless you really like, like I say, if you like Thor and if you like Iron Man, out of all the Avengers, you're going to get the most from them, more so to Thor than Iron Man. But if you're coming in going like, oh my God, I'm a huge Captain America fan. I want to see lots of that or any other character, you're really going to, you're not going to get much from this film. It's very spread over its entire cast oh, pretty you evenly. like watching people punch aliens though. Yeah. Um, we did touch on this film is very, not just even just punch heavy, but fight heavy. Probably it has to be like the, the one with the most fights out of any movie they've released. It has oh, to be. It has to be at least half fights. That's yeah. like an hour and a half fights. And I will say for a movie that does that, it, it bounces around. There's like four main groups in this film, I think. Uh, four or five. Yeah. So it bounces around between all those. Like we said with Ready Player One, that film was bouncing around a shit ton for me. And that felt really rushed for the first hour and a half of that film. This film bounces around just as much, but I feel like they linger on every group for so long during it. Like when you get to a group, you're with them for about 15 minutes. Whereas with Ready Player One, you were bouncing around like every five minutes. So while this film is bouncing around more, it the pace doesn't feel that fast. Like it does feel like this film is also taking its time. So Get a comfortable seat, sit down, enjoy it. There's a lot of stuff happening in this film. It will entertain you, but I'm not going to lie to you and say it was a you know high adrenaline, no holds barred thrill ride. It is literally called it slow. In trying to couch it in positive terms, yeah. you said it's a slow movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's mostly action, so enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot does happen. It's just, like I said, it's not like watching a Fast and Furious movie where it's just go, 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 go. Like it does, it's it's unique because it's a paced action film, but it's 90% action. So if you don't like action, it's probs not for you. But then again, you know, punchy, punchy. Yeah, that's a that's way my, to sell a movie. That's my final recommend. Punchy, punchy. punchy. And yeah, like the little ending. So are you remaking it? Oh, it's me. Yeah. Marvel's always you. Yes. Let's go. Yeah, sure. I will. What is the sequel? All right. Um, I, I can smash this out in two minutes, Connor. I mean, they'll, they'll take longer to do the real ones. So. All right, let's go hard, hardcore. Uh, Thanos dies off screen. <laughs> And Black Widow has actually been a Thanos sleeper agent this whole time. Go. Interesting. Thanos dies off screen is going to be the fun one to deal with. Black Widow is a spy. I guess she flips every 10 seconds. It's fine. Oh, she doesn't flip back. Now that Thanos is dead, she's all, all for Black mm-hmm. Widow. All for, wait, all for Black Widow or for Thanos? Black Widow doing what Thanos wanted. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. But I mean, like, uh, she's an easy sell to swap to, to change sides because she does that. Yeah, you better not switch it back, though. I don't have to. She just will next movie. All right. So Thanos is. Actually, re- no. The third one, just because it's me, this is the final Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Okay. The, the last one, there'll be no more. They okay. are contractually obliged <laughs> to not make any more Marvel movies. And if they do, under pain of death. Anyone who stars in another Marvel movie has to be executed afterwards. I mean, like, I'm not going to enforce this, but yes. I will with my reality gauntlet. <laughs> okay, so Thanos is retired on his farm, which is something we didn't touch on in the movie, but he's on a farm now. Yep, it was a farm. Yeah, it was like a... I think it was just Titan made all pretty again. Was it Titan again? Uh, no, because... um, It was just... It was a green it, planet with a sun. Yeah, it's not Titan because Tony's on Titan and his is all orange yeah. and shitty still. Anyway... He's retired. He's like, job well done, me. He now talks to himself out loud because he's got no one else with him because all of his friends are dead. Could he bring them back? He could. Will he bring them back? I guess not. You're, my, you're making the movie, Seb. 
It feels too sentimental for him to bring people back. But then again, he's a nice guy. Hmm. Yep, that guy that just killed half the universe is a nice guy. He didn't, did he kill them or did he... Kill them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Excellent. They were alive. They are no longer alive because of him. Yep. What a heel. Okay, so retiring on his farm. We cut back to our Earth Avengers because Tony and Nebula are still on Titan. And they're just like, oh no, what do we do? And Blackwater's like, I have a plan. And it was like, okay, give us your plan. And I instantly regret doing a sequel. I knew you would. I was wondering how long this it would take. so complicated. So, <laughs> I have so many things to, to, uh, to like carry on from this movie. Right? Man, I do not envy them. They've already filmed it. It's already done. Can I change to prequel? <laughs> prequel. Thanos dies off screen. <laughs> Can I change to remake? Remake. Thanos dies off screen. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, what? are you remaking? Let's go remake. <laughs> okay. It's a lot easier because I can think of the, of the story. I'm just so tired. Um. Okay. <sighs> Let's say that as soon as he gets the reality stone, all the Avengers are depowered. As soon as he gets it or he has to actually can be confronted with them? No, as soon as he gets it. It's like everyone who's standing in my way, boom. No more powers for you. Okay. Movie goes as is until he gets the reality stone. Mm-hmm. He does that mo- that thing. None of the people that are with him in that scene, they're all the guardians. So that's uh, all. Those as well. Just everyone who's standing power. in his way. They don't have powers though. That is, I don't think. Drax is just literally a muscly guy. I don't think he has powers, does he? Does he have powers? I don't know. Mantis has powers, but like, does Drax have powers? Uh, he does in the comics, but he's, he's just a big he's punchy. Guy. Yeah, but like I'm know. punchy, but like, like these—that's what I mean. These people are ridiculous. So that'll happen. Oh, he didn't touch on that scene. That scene where he like fake out death of like Gamora. We touched on it a couple times. That was a good scene though. Eh. I liked it with um Gamora like stabbing him in the throat and everything. I felt it was cheap. Ah, it was fun. It was fun, fun, fun. All right, that happens. At what point do you reckon Captain America would realize he doesn't have powers anymore? When he shrinks back down to be a little oh, baby boy. Oh, just skinny Steve? Yeah. I just thought he'd be muscly, but he wouldn't be as strong. Now, oh, that's so, it's adorable. <laughs> His head's massive. <laughs> oh, saying this is difficult. <laughs> All right, fine. Oh, God, this Hulk, Hulk's good. Iron Man doesn't have any powers. Thor is thankfully alive by this point because he was pulled into space before that happened. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully he's not taking the full brunt of a star <laughs> at this point. I don't think you know. No, 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 they were on. They were Stark during that. So he's he gets to the thing and he can't. He can't even carry the weapon. Yeah, it was like oh crap. <laughs> Find another Asgardian, eh? <laughs> nope. All dead. All dead. So Thor's out of the movie now because he's in space and has no powers. <laughs> and Thanos just swans down to Earth. <laughs> Thank you for your stones. Well, if they take away the powers, Vision just turns off, I guess. Yep. Vision's dead from that. Wanda is somehow more annoying because she's lost any semblance of competence that she had. Because at least she was powerful. Was she? She just shot red bullets out of her hands. She used to be able to make illusions. Mm. Um, yep. <laughs> Remember those other movies where she had different powers? Would uh, Falcon's wings still work? That's not a power. No, it's a machine. If Iron Man still works. Yeah, then- so Iron Man, Falcon, and War Machine are the only ones that can save the world now. And Peter Quill with his zappy and guns. Hawkeye. Where's Hawkeye? On his farm. <laughs> Hooray. Apparently he has a huge part in Avengers 4. Of course he does. But he's an original, so he has to come back. Okay. I hope he gets the final blow. Like, I earned this. Like, did oh. you earn this? <laughs> did you earn this? <laughs> he kills Thanos from five miles away. It's a really good shot. I'm just trying, great movie, I'm Seth. just trying to work out who's dead just from losing their powers. Captain Marvel's dead. She's probably in space. Now she can't breathe. 
I guess Black Widow's fine. Assuming she doesn't have any powers. Which has been a... Hopefully she gets a bit more beat up, though. Yeah, she's just now really uncoordinated. <laughs> she's now just drunk. That's what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, not much happens. Yeah, he just comes down and takes the stone zone. That's all you wanted? That's what I wanted. Just comes and takes them. Good. And then he clicks. Does Dr. Strange... He's got magic. But he's not a, does he have superpowers? Because it's no. not his powers. It's just it's just like the, the magic of the universe. Does he keep his powers or does he lose them? I'm going to say magic just disappears. All magic is gone. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he just takes them all, Zane. <laughs> he just takes them all. Uh, this feels a lot like Zane C. Webber kills the Marvel Universe. <laughs> it sure does. Because like, <laughs> in the... um. In the actual comics, he does depower a few of them during the fight. Yeah. But it's isolated to individuals, which I don't know, once again, if that's like a, if that's him being bad, the comic, the, the writers being bad, or the stones not being as powerful. I don't know. Well, it could just be him focused on one person. That's, saying, you are annoying me. Goodbye to all your abilities. His downfall in the comics is that he, he, he thinks this is the, well, he thinks what he's doing is the right thing to do, but, He's not like fully committed. He's committed to it, but part of him knows that he shouldn't be. So he always leaves himself open to lose because he's like, I was like, I'm going to go punch an old lady in the face, but I know that's a bad idea. So I'm going to. That sounds like lazy writing. Yeah. So I'm going to go do it in front of a police station. So they have every chance to stop me from punching this lady in the face. It's like that. Yeah. (sighs) Um, they, They phrase it as like, yeah, he has a desire to lose. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with this movie. He doesn't really seem to have any weaknesses. Oh, well, he does have weaknesses. He feels bad about the whole Gamora thing. Yeah. I was saying you've ruined it. I can't. They're all, they've, got, they've lost the stones. They've, uh, no one exists. Nebula can try and kill him again, but we still had that when, when he had no well, stones. Well, apparently she got close. She almost did. Yeah. So, you know, there's hope. That's a good little scene having her ripped apart. That was yeah. interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. It was, it was, it was interesting to watch. Again, she was one I kind of wanted to see more of. You, yeah. If anything based off the comics, you will next movie. Yeah, because I was I was very uninterested in what was happening back on Earth. I was really interested in in kind of Nebula, Gamora, and then the Titan team. Yeah, you know what can you do? I I liked the Doctor Strange Tony team though. They were That's good too. The Titan team. Oh, the Titan. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So let's go with that. I'll finish that there. I'm rambling. If Thanos wins my movie as well, I guess. Of course. Thanos always wins. Except when we go into the no, the next movie, it's not even like, how will they win? It's like, no, they can't win. It's like, I couldn't beat Thanos up, so they can't either. Hashtag Team Thanos. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get yeah. in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. one. Or second take podcast. You, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter at second take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. Not, well, actually, we no videos. No videos of pictures, yet. though. <laughs> That are funny. There was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Second Take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as one dollar per month, which is twelve bucks a year. It's really pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day, 
there'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah, yep. The Good. best kind of Fun. podcast, no interruptions, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, "That's that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works." <laughs> Just because it's you in the room by yourself, Seb, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. Good. Good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks Uh, very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 